Hey, onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out this week's episode of the One Man Podcast. It's always free and available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, and many more, as well as on the web at onemanpodcast.com. So please, whatever platform you're listening on, like and subscribe. Uh, while you're at it, give it a rating, leave a review. Why? Because it helps the podcast, and I'd really appreciate it. How about that? What about social media? Search One Man Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube to keep up with what's going on there. Get a little extra content for yourself. And finally, to get in touch, please send your emails to contact at onemanpodcast.com. You send it, I read it on the podcast, that's the deal. Thanks for listening, guys, and I hope you enjoy this week's episode. What's up, guys? This is comedian Paul Verzi, and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! Hey, it's Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 118 for Wednesday, August 14th, 2019. How's it going, onesies? How you guys been? Have you had a good week so far? Has it been a lot of fun for you, living life to its fullest, or whatever's important to you? I don't know. It's been fucking awful. (laughs) I always assume that you guys have that, your your inner monologue. I'm here uh, this week with my pal, Vanessa Red frequent contributor to the podcast emails in gives me shit when i'm not doing what i said i'm gonna do oh hey <laughs> she's a few glasses of wine deep this evening no, I'm kidding. <laughs> that's a dirty lie <laughs> we're having fun i am at her place in london ontario of course recording this on monday so we're recording this a couple days before it gets to you guys but uh it's the only night in this two-week trip to toronto that i don't have a show so i get an opportunity to just sort of hang out and i decided oh of all the people in the GTA and everything within two hours, there was only one person I could think of that I had to get together with on that night off. That's you, pal. Yeah. Thanks for, for having me. Booyakasha. I'm Yeah, you guys made a, a great meal tonight. We had uh, we had butter chicken. Oh, thank you. I had nothing to do with it. You made the rice and you put stuff in the rice that nobody knew was there because we all dumped <laughs> butter chicken on top of it. You're like, I went through the trouble of did anyone I put taste special the special pies? Did anybody taste it? Yeah. It was funny, like uh yeah, your husband John's a chef. He did a fantastic job of dinner. So thank you for having me. Thank you for cooking for me. Um, of course. Yeah, it's uh, it's off to a good start. So you came all this way. It's the least we could do. Oh well, then do more. That's the least. <laughs> 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 you fucking handmade you ice cream, you asshole. Did you make that for me? Then I'm taking it with me. <laughs> well, we made it. You ate it. I did. Yeah, we had we had very decadent ice cream. We had, and he, he made the butter chicken from scratch. It wasn't like you know he dumped a sauce and on pre made chicken. Like yeah, he, yeah. there was several opened cans of ingredients yeah. that I that I noticed. So that yes. was really nice. Spoiler alert: My kitchen's a hot mess. Yeah, well, that's what your husband's doing right now. We get to sit around like what is it like divas, yeah. recording our oh, our, hey. <laughs> our basement podcast, and uh, yeah. So it was we had a great dinner. We had a great dessert. You know. That's your cat begging to be let in. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear that or if all phonic will clear. I just hear, oh, it sounds like someone doing a really shitty cat impression. Yep, you can still hear it. That's hilarious. Are you going to let her in? She's just going to cry. This is the uh, letting you guys peek behind the curtain. You get to find out whether or not. Uh, that's so funny that the cat just cries. Was it because there was still an inch open in the door that we could hear her? Well, she could hear us, but couldn't be a part of the party, so. Oh, well, that's disappointing for little, what's, which one's that? Uh, it's Penny. Penny. Penthesilia. Penny. What? Her full name is Penthesilia. From what? She's the Amazon queen. Okay. Oh, it's still barking. 
<laughs> your cat still. Hey, don't you don't She's chew the cords. She's such an attention whore. She okay. So like the moment my son goes to bed, she, my husband sits on the couch and she is like in his face. Like, okay, it's my turn now. I'm the baby now. Pay attention to me. And she like sits in his lap and she looks up at him and she like taps his face with her paw and she's like, I'm the cutest, right? It's me now. I'm so sorry, onesies. I didn't realize I was going to have a cat lady on the podcast tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you hear that thunder in the uh, in your ears? Were you know. hearing it momentarily? The 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 sound that that was that. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna make a mic holder out of you. <laughs> You're doing great. No, you don't have to hold it up. That's just me being comfortable with my hands. But if you have your if you have your fingers on the on the, the thing, if you move them around, that's the thunder that you get out of it. Oh, it's I'm okay. Sorry. No, it's okay. Listen, you, I don't expect anyone. Listen, guys, lower if you if any of you are unhappy with the quality of this podcast, uh, you will give you a refund. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can like, get the fuck out. Yeah, you get. Yeah. <laughs> I should get. I'm gonna snap a picture of you just sitting here with your wine glass and your fucking the way you're holding the microphone is hilarious to me too. But that's just yeah. There you go. <laughs> so happy, so happy. Um, yeah, this is guys. It's gonna be a fun episode. <laughs> I get to tell you guys about what was going on uh, in Toronto. Um, I what did I do? I saw a movie. I saw um, I saw a lot of great comics. The the prove your comic competition. In Toronto and Ottawa is over for another year. Uh, what else? I went to Canada's Wonderland. Yeah, and to return to lobster. <laughs> yeah, I definitely got a lot of sun yesterday, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, there's all sorts of fun stuff going on. Red is going to contribute. She's going to help me out with the uh, the sponsor section. And of course, you get to just be a part. We get to talk shit about whatever we want to talk about, the the magic of this podcast. Oh, yeah. So what what story, if any, are you interested in me telling first? Do you have anything about this last week that you have any interest in? What do you mean? Okay. Like, uh, <laughs> well, I'm I just confused. mentioned all the things that I did. And oh, I'm like, any of those, you're like, what are you talking about? Um, None of that. No, it's yeah, okay. No, your shows, obviously. That's the whole reason we listen. Is it? Is to they support just your dream. Ooh, Chase yeah. the dream. Chase the dream. Chase the dream. Oh, you know what? Another thing's going on too is that, that this very evening, my mom's dog might be getting put down. Not Chase. Don't say that. That's sad. No. Well, it's, but it's true. Her, her older dog, Bella, the one that Chase know, hangs out with all the time. So do people don't want to know that? Oh, uh, downer. Oh, <laughs> uh, downer. Not to make light of this We're situation, drinking. but like. Well, no, yeah. I'm not going to make fun of it. I wasn't like, hey, man. No, you, I wasn't sick. making fun of the situation saying downer. Oh, God, I'm not worried about that. You can. So, listen, nobody's no, going to say worse sad. things on this podcast than me. It's too bad. There's like far too many. Honestly, like how many dogs do you not know being put down now because they have cancer or some like obscure thing like that that you're like do you even remember growing up as a child like being like oh, oh i see yeah, what you're saying my, my dog is getting put down because he has cancer you know you're like 10 year old friend or whatever like right. you never heard that before and now it's like every dog it feels like like my in-laws ha- put down three dogs in the last year from cancer really Three. Like someone in the family got cancer and dementia from the cancer system, yeah, just murdering just like, dogs. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> they went on a dog oh. killing spree. <laughs> Ow. He had a, it wasn't the dogs that had cancer. He had a brain tumor and it changed him. Yeah. He just started haunting these, <laughs> these furry monsters in his house. He used to call them. <laughs> no, I, I get it. But here's the thing. Okay. So, so this, this was what I find fascinating because while you were describing that first off, I didn't understand what you meant, but then I slow, you know, cause that's how I work. I work slow. 
Um, I started tracing back what you're saying. It's like, yeah, how many how many people when you're young was like, oh, my dog has cancer. So here's what I what I think is obviously we had dogs for the longest time because you know they were workers, right? You have you have herding dogs and and guard dogs and things like that. For the most part, people had dogs for their purpose. So what do you think? Yeah, you think a lot of people we were children. We're not. No, and I'm not suggesting that, but I'm, but I, I think it's part of it is that is the whole thing is that like the dog used to just keep being a dog until it just died. I don't even think people were like, oh, my dog's showing like low energy. Like my parents yeah, yeah. was like the dog's showing like low energy. They're like, he won't eat. Let's take him to the vet and find out. Whereas before I was like, if he doesn't want to eat, well, he'll eat when he's hungry. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like the he'll dogs could have had, hungry. yeah, they could have had cancer the whole time Yeah, and just enough. no one's like, uh, cause that's, you people know, like, like Uber aware these days. Days, right well no, yeah I, I agree but not only that it's like you ever i still talk to a ton of people who are like you're like yeah i had to go to take my dog to the vet and it was like 700 bucks and i'm like it's a dog do you know what i mean you're like yeah yeah bullets the are dogs cheap. well that yeah that's the way people are right yeah say, they're like right? bullets are cheap but you're like yeah but it's also a member of the family like yeah you know that's still the thing that yeah, would jump in front of a burglar you, for like, you you. Know, you don't understand those people who are like well you know my apartment complex doesn't allow dogs so you know i got to get rid of my dog and you're like what yeah like, excuse you? Yeah, it doesn't allow dogs, so I got to get rid of them. It's like, okay, well, you didn't think of that before. Like, yeah, that's a real consideration, and and the fact that it's so easy for you to just go, ah, I'm just getting rid of my dog. Yeah, that, you know? that ain't right. But there's, but that's the thing too, is right. Is like, I mean, I talked about that in the last episode about how easily people will get a dog. They don't really think about the commitment or the thing, and it's not the dog's fault. Imagine if you did that same thing with kids. Ah, eh, you know what? I got to get a new job. I got to work nights, so I can't have this kid anymore. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta rehome the kid. Bullets are cheap. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know what i mean like okay so all, all kidding aside but the like, fact that it's that easy for one life like we're like oh my god the children they're innocent blah 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 but the idea that like the same person saying that could also have the mentality that oh bullets are cheaper it's just a dog mm-hmm. it's still an innocent life that didn't ask to be put in the situation that it's put in right yeah so yeah. what do you think red what's the solution i'm joking i'll put it all on you make no, you responsible no. for the solution i mean it's equally sad the the child situations you know like london's got a lot of problems with that, like, you know, um, children having to be on breakfast programs and things like that. There's like a, a huge person. We've got a huge income disparity in London. And um, you, it's, there's far too many children that, you know, like are coming to school without breakfast, not because they were like being picky, but just because they just didn't get fed breakfast. And they completely depend on these, you know, food programs and stuff. And it's just, it's sad, but like, it's the reality. It's in your backyard. It's not the starving children in Africa. It's the starving children in your backyard. Yeah. You know. Are they cuter? The starving children in your backyard are are white, I assume. Right? So I'm joking. <laughs> I'm just trying to make it like a white oh. guilt. It's like, oh, these ones here, you got to feed these ones. These ones are white, you guys. You got to feed the white. Yeah, joking. but it's that's that whole like, you know, six degrees of separation thing. Right. Like if you just were to take care of the people that are in your immediate vicinity and everybody did that, then everybody would be taken care of because, right. you know, like it just expands out. Well, it's like that, like that, that. Uh, the saying, it's like you drop a pebble in the pond, who knows how far the rings will go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's that's a, a thing. Is it? Yeah, and it's the whole being the change and everything like that. If you make things around you better, it works outwards. If everyone yeah. did that, yeah, then there wouldn't be people. Yeah, I mean, I don't, issue. I don't donate. If I do donate money, I don't donate to large charities. I donate to local charities because every dollar makes so much more difference. Like you know, ninety per, ninety cents of your dollar, you know, for a local charity is actually doing good. Right. Whereas, like you know. 10 20 cents of your dollar is doing good for oh, like you're the lucky. larger ones you know so you know if everybody just donated to their local church you know same thing donate to, to the local, local church? charity 
Were you going to say local church? No, I, That's I was what it sounded say like. Okay, good. Um, Your local I mean, church. Hey. Is fine. Some churches do fantastic work. Right. Um, but, you know, like. The priests lo- spend the lo- money on mouthwash lo- for the kids or yeah. whatever? Uh, okay, to, you know, <laughs> donate to your local whatever, then you're doing immediate good. And, you know, what are your charities of choice? Not, not necessarily names, but like, like kids charities, food charities, poverty charities, animal charities. Like what are your charities of choice? Well, um, you, United Way usually does a pretty good job because it's, they always like reinvest in your own community. Right. Mm. Um, we have one here called families in need where you donate like um, things and again it's a lot for the children who don't have anything you know so right. but it's children directly in your neighborhood so like they talk to the principals of schools where they know that there's disparities and um, like the kids are identified and it all goes through the school um, so they're not made to feel like alienated or whatever by right people coming in um it's not like they're then, uh they stop a class knock on the door we're coming yeah. all right it's the poor parade yeah poor parades here guys we need to speak with johnny so, johnny you're poor yeah take off that fucking potato sack we've got a used t-shirt for you here with only minor holes in it yeah so and then like um actually more than anything i would donate to like um environmental or animal rights causes yeah. because really at the end of the day like apparently only like 12 to 14% of nation uh, national um, worldwide giving goes towards those causes and essentially like cumulatively, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you want to, so like, okay, you want to donate to humanity causes. Fine. That's great. But what's the point if we don't even have an earth to live on? Right. You know, so, and and um, sheep to fuck, you know what I mean? Like that too. So (laughs) yeah, I have to try to make it a little bit funny. Yeah. So actually, you know, I used to live in Asia. So like there were some really great organizations. Yeah. For how long? Well, I lived there for like seven months, so it wasn't that mm. long. But my dad lived there for five years in Vietnam and then three years in Fiji. So Fiji's uh, nice. Yeah. Well, not when you're when you're living on the beach, yeah. But when you're living in the capital city, not oh. as much, right? So, and they're still Clean developing water, right? They're still developing nations, right? So there's still like a lot of um, things going on there that you wouldn't get. Well, their bottled here. water industry is doing quite well. <laughs> yeah. yeah we've already talked about you and that stupid water so what water fiji water yeah did we talk about it oh yeah i gave you shit about it like why because i was like you're, you're talking about how this like fantastic water and yet then you're like going through all these bottles and throwing away these bottles even if you're recycling them like it's still no i cut them to- up and i throw them in the ocean so turtles can choke on them yeah exactly <laughs> so like i think there's an episode where like in the same breath you were like talking about like the the garbage heap in the ocean and then you're like but that fiji water i fucking love that stuff. okay can i just say <laughs> that the garbage in ontario we don't ship it to the ocean so we can throw it in there like the our garbage isn't in the ocean as you know what do you think there's a conspiracy a bunch of people in cloaks they like break into the garbage dumps load up trucks no, but like ship the, it the ship garbage, it 13 like, hours away by land blows away and it like disperses it moves like you don't know you don't know where it ends up you're right that i don't know where it ends up but you're i'm pretty damn sure that those fiji water problem. bottles you're still contributing to listen the problem. listen i gave you the credit saying that i i don't know where it ends up but i'm pretty sure that my fiji bottles haven't blown <laughs> Fucking, I don't know, 2,700 kilometers to the ocean. Yeah, it's garbage. When you have perfectly good tap water. Perfectly good. It is perfectly. It's actually better for you than most bottled water i there have been tested i'm gonna need you to forward these to me and i'll read them on subsequent episodes i will 
But yeah, because you were the one who had sent an email a long time ago saying that it's like, yeah, 10% or whatever animal charities. I like the Fiji water. It's not at Costco anymore. You know what? It's probably better that it's not because spending, you know, buying water at a dollar a bottle, convincing myself that it's somehow better for me than you're so no. mad about this. I love, it's not ma- I love it's not pissing you off. You. And you also hate essential oils. I remember that. I don't hate essential oils. I yeah, just don't like, believe nothing. in using them for medicinal purposes. Well, everything medicinal comes from nature. So how is... That's how not is, true. What are you talking about? A lot of it is man-made. Yeah, but it still comes from... Penicillin's like okay, mushrooms, yes. is it not? Or fungus of some kind? It's mold, isn't it? I don't fucking know. Yeah. And you're allergic to it. And, was, and that oh, was maybe that's why you got a big. London. Maybe that's why you got a big problem. invented here in London? London, Ontario, no, for, for international listeners. There you go. She's already going back on her story. Or it was insulin, insulin I think. Insulin. Louis Pasteur. No, that's fucking rabies. <laughs> whatever you are you're, you're the only one who can be wrong <laughs> anyways my, my point phone? what do you need your phone for oh yeah see this is how you podcast you got to look things up when you're thinking of it anyways my point being is i can't really remember how this started but my mom's dog is going to get put down but she's paying 400 bucks to have the vet come to her house and do it in the house well because because the animals stress right when you take them to the vet they get stressed out by the oh, vet I feel you. and they kind of know what's what's coming so you can pay extra money to have some Kevorkian fuck, you know, pet Kevorkian pet detective, like the Ace Ventura of putting down animals. And he'll come and he'll put your dog down in your house so that uh, the dog is at least surrounded by things it knows and, you know, doesn't know. But anyways, that, that might be happening this evening. I, uh, I spoke with my mother earlier this evening. So some sad news, my household, but my mom's getting another new dog soon. She's, um, she was getting this dog before this. She's not like she's, you know, pre-ordering the next phone before she throws this one away. Did you find your answer yet? Because no, I'm talking not. directly to you and you're just staring at your phone. Shh. Makes me feel like everyone else in my life. Why won't anyone connect with me? Um, all right, well, I'm going to start talking about the shows then. Red's going to find out uh, what, if anything, was ever invented in London, Ontario, besides sadness. Um, but yeah, so I did shows at Absolute Comedy Toronto. I had a great at time. I can own a home. That's it? Afford to own a home. Oh, okay. Because you're in London. I thought you were coming directly at me. You're like, at least I got like, oh, okay. That hurts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, London's not bad. I don't really, a lot of people shit on London, Ontario. I don't really care. It's it's a place. I've never had any bad experiences here. But uh, but back to Toronto, guys. This last week, man, did I ever have a good time. Um, some great comics this week. It was the Prove Your Comic Finals. Um who were they? Andrew Porto, Nima Nazari, Jay Freeborn, Jacob Balshan, and Sebastian Fazio. Five phenomenal up-and-coming comics. Um, all did fantastic. Um, it was neck and neck with the audience voting all week. And uh, and then, yeah, Andrew Andrew Porto uh, pulled it out in the end. And he was the wild card pick. So there's four weeks, and each week there's one finalist that moves forward. At the end of all four weeks of finals, there's a, uh, a wild card chosen to be the fifth, and the wild card choice was the winner. So that was a pretty fun, uh, fun thing we did. I mean, I, I can't really go into it too, too much. Cause not a whole hell of a lot happened show as I was doing so many other things this week that the shows were almost just like at the end of the day, I gotta, you gotta do this. Um, so while I had fun a few nights, the audiences were, were rough. Um, sorry for yada guys. Um, the shows were, uh, were a little rough with some of the audiences, but overall it was a fun week. Uh, the headliner Mark Bennett was absolutely fantastic. Um, I'm Mark is someone I'm going to get on the podcast. Uh, we tried to make it work this week, just was not possible, um, with his schedule and mine, 
but um, yeah, I'll have him on the show. Mark Bennett was absolutely fucking fantastic every single night. Great human being, great comic. Um, yeah, so we'll move off of that. All I can say is that the week went good, guys. I'm actually looking forward to the headlining week that I have coming up, and I'll have more stories to tell you guys of that because that's the the week where I get to you know actually tell some jokes and stuff. When you're when you're hosting a, a competition, you're kind of explaining to the audience what the, what the competition is, saying names up and down from the stage, you know, after each competitor. So um, not a whole lot to report off of that. But I will say that um, I, I did make the most of my days. Are you still looking stuff up? I Who cares? It's it. not a thing. It's what? important to me now. Okay. Well, see, at least you know how I feel. Now imagine if you were just talking to the audience yourself and you had to stop and find it. Yeah, Without pause. hitting pause. pause. No, nah, yeah, yeah, you would. And that yeah. would be fake. You would make everyone think that somehow yeah. you were just on the spot with that knowledge. It's fucking Wednesday and I'm wearing pink. It, what? It's Monday. You're not wearing pink. <laughs> well, they're listening to it on Wednesday. Are you going to be wearing? And maybe I will be wearing pink. They don't know that yet. They totally know. I already told them it's Monday night and we're at your house. Shh. I'm always honest with you onesies. Red, do you want me to be dishonest with everyone going forward? As You're, you're always mad <laughs> that I contradict myself. By the way, that's my thing. I like to contradict myself in the same breath. But uh, so another fun thing happened this week, guys. First off, I spent an entire afternoon of my life at my favorite board game store, Board Game Bliss. Uh, they don't pay me to say that, but I wish they would. Um, yeah, that was just fun. I spent I spent money there. had a good time on Wednesday. And then I did the shows uh, Thursday. My good buddy, Peter, uh, from Ottawa. He was down in uh, Toronto visiting a family member of his. He's on vacation. And uh, the two of us got together. We had some grub. We went to go see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Have you seen that, Red? No. No? Any um, interest in seeing it? Yeah, actually. I heard it was um, going to be good. I mean, I don't know anybody who's seen it, but... Oh, okay. Well, you know me. I've seen it. Okay. It was good. You still didn't find your fact? Yeah, no, I found the name. Now I'm just like... So what is it? Let's get into the movie after this. Let's let's get this... Let's bookend this fucking... This Google search. <sighs> You're making this so difficult. I'm making it difficult? What are you trying to? Yeah, what was his name? I can't like I know his his. It's the Plunkett Estate, and it's he, he invented Plunkett some, Estate. Plunk, yeah, he invented like penicillin or insulin. It's one of the two. Can't you I, just Google what did Plunkett Estate invent? No, it's not coming up. Well, then it's not a thing. It is a thing. Anyways, fine, whatever. You don't care. Oh, I don't. <laughs> but I'm trying to think for the poor audience. Okay, well, it's Plunkett, so like figure it out frankie valley he knows about frankie it. valley isn't he a singer yeah he is and he came up here to invent yeah, he, something no, with he came plunkett up here estate? to perform at the plunkett estate okay so the plunkett estate is a place which is what i thought yeah it's so th- so this guy like obviously he became rich off of what he invented and so he has this estate that now like they rent out for like charity events and stuff so that's how i know about him but i I know it's it's one of those two, and I can't remember. Exactly. So it's like if Mark John, John would know if he came down here. So it's like a Mark. If he comes down, then we'll ask him. Well, so it's like if Mark Zuckerberg had like a Facebook estate because he's like I got super rich off yeah, Facebook. Yeah, but he didn't. He didn't estate. invent anything. Zuckerberg. Yeah, he didn't invent anything. Okay. No, I'm sorry. I won't agree that Facebook it's an invention. Like and on what? The equi- an invention Have you been drinking? An invention? At a Frenchman what? <laughs> insulin or penicillin. Oh, I didn't say that, but he, I'm just saying he invented something and made a lot of money. So he, he can build a Facebook something. bulb. He didn't even create it. He stole it. Yeah, he did. But I mean, he created it. It's like, you know, saying that like Van Gogh inva- invented art. Like, no. I'll say that. If it pisses art. you off, I'll say it. <laughs> but he didn't invent it. 
Maybe he did. Maybe he invented. So what? So this guy invented. Well, that's like, yeah, but I think that you could use that same argument. It's like saying this guy invented cures. It's like, no, there was cures before. He just invented Accure, just the way Zuckerberg invented a social network. I don't even like Zuckerberg, but I'll take his side if it upsets you. (laughs) Next. Next. So once upon a time in Hollywood, Mm -hmm. saw that. I've not seen it. No, it's it's fine. Are you a Tarantino fan? Ish. Okay. Like one say I'm I'm a fan. I in generally like the movies, but like okay, I'm not so like oh, it's a Tarantino movie. I better go see it. Like, no. no, but like you wouldn't not watch it because it's a Tarantino film. Yeah, correct. Okay, so like I find that some like Tarantino is one of those guys where I'm like I'll see that movie just because he directed it. Okay, doesn't mean I'm a huge fan. Well, I mean I am a fan of his movies, but it's one of those things where like I don't even need to know what it's about because I know it's Tar- a Quentin Tarantino movie. You know, okay. I'm not saying I'm going to like it because of that. I'm just saying that I'll, I'll watch it because of that. Do you have any, do you have any directors or, or writers that you, you know, that you yeah. would just go see? Like the same with the Marvel movies, right? I don't even need to know what the character is. If it's a Marvel movie then I know it's part of the universe and I'll just go see it. Does that well, make sense? Yeah. I mean, Star Trek, obviously. Okay. And Spielberg. Well, I won't, I won't. Yeah. I don't know. I won't go out of my way, but usually I'm like, Ooh, it's a Spielberg movie. Right. But. So given know, the opportunity. kind of been. I don't know. Spielberg's done. He's got best intentions, but it's not really, yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen anything impressive from Steven Spielberg in a long time. Yeah. I feel like. It's unfortunate, but. Yeah. I feel like Jurassic Park was the last, you know, because he did the second one. Did you know that George Lucas had like a near death experience as a young adult? And like, that's why he like went into filmmaking. No. Yeah. He was supposed to be a race car driver. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's going to be a race car driver. And he had like a near-death experience, like driving his like souped up whatever car. And like, and he had like, in the car, he had made it so that he had uh, like the special, you know, five-point harness kind of seatbelt, right? But it failed in the car crash. Mm -hmm. And he threw out the window and that was the thing that saved him. If he had been like stuck in the car, he would have died for sure. Oh. Crazy, huh? I know that uh, Mark Hamill got into a car accident too between New Hope and Return mm-hmm. or Empire Strikes Back. Oh, that's, yeah. that's Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. I I know who that is. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I I find I don't know. What's his face? George Lucas and Steven Spielberg worked together on a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they they were buddies. Yep. <laughs> no, like no. Your face just, looks like you have more to say, so I'm just a not stepping on that I that I um, listen to. Um, it started with The Exorcist. I think it's called Inside the Exorcist. Uh-huh. So it started with like the. Um, so it's kind of like historical fiction. So he kind of like makes it into a narrative, um, but it tells sort of the backstory behind movies. And it started with The Exorcist, and then there he did Psycho and Jaws, and then he recently did Star Wars. So it's really interesting to just read like. To, or to listen to the backstory of like while it was being made, the things that were going on, yeah, exactly. what was going on, what the like situation was at the time. All those movies were sort of like new for their time, and it was like sort of unheard of to have movies like those ones specifically. And so the the directors really had to like push the envelope and convince people to do something that had never been done before. And it was a really big risk for their careers and it worked out, but it could have been a huge disaster as well. Like George Lucas actually had like a huge movie right before star Wars. And that's the only reason he was able to do star Wars. 
Like he had some yeah, cult classic. I remember that. Yeah, it wasn't. Before. It wasn't American Graffiti, right? Yes, that's was it what American it was. Graffiti? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I, which I've never which seen. I've never uh, heard just, of until oh, that I've, podcast. I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I was like, oh, and that's the only reason why he was allowed to do it. And even most people were like, okay, that was really like a weird movie and yeah. like edgy for its time. Like, I don't know if I want to let like so most places I mean, Star didn't want to let too. him do anything anymore because they were like, eh, it was kind of too edgy and weird. Whereas like there was one guy I think, and it was I, I haven't gone through the podcast yet, but who kind of gave him a chance and was like, I really liked American graffiti, so I'm going to give you a chance. But at the end yeah. of the day, I think they kind of like screwed him over. Well, and that's the thing too, is, is like, even if you look at star Wars, star Wars for the time was edgy and whatever. Like it mm-hmm. wasn't nothing had been seen. He had to invent uh ILM industrial light magic, right? His company yeah. to like make the special effects. They didn't oh, yeah. exist. And they did you couldn't it, go like, somewhere. A total, like loss, like, like to do those effects was like for the price that they did them was like yeah. unheard of. Did you watch the toys that made us on Netflix? No, you got to watch that. the The toys made more money than the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like what other t- movie ten times? There was another movie where like the toys like were way more important than the movie ever was. I can't remember. Well, He Man is one of the ones, but yes, that's, that what that's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, that's the thing. He Man no, was uh, toy first. Flash Gordon. Oh, really? Well, it's possible. I don't know anything I can't about remember. that. But anyway, there's an eight eight part documentary series on mm-hmm. Netflix called "The Toys That Made Us." Have you did you watch any of it? No, no, but you've super, talked about it before, and I've super seen worth. It and other people have talked about it. Yeah, Paul Beluyet when we were hanging out in uh, in Toronto, he was like, "You got to watch it. It's mm-hmm. it's so good." And it it came out in two parts, but now all all eight pieces are on on Netflix. But it's super fascinating because you learn, like you said, it's like the behind the scenes while the movie's going on they're actually telling you like how they had to change toys now they defect the change things and find new distributors and find new producers and things like that but that's Maybe interesting ninja turtles i don't know i can't remember ninja turtles was uh was a jap i think it was like a japanese comic first or something like no, that no no it was like a american comic okay then it was an american comic sorry yeah yeah but it was like a short but it was run. dark it was a short yeah. run like comic yeah. yeah yeah like the tv series is what made it pretty much yeah but the toys came out first if i'm not mistaken yeah yeah something about it's that. funny because there's all these things that i thought the toys came as a result of the show and it wasn't it was like they made toys mm-hmm. like he-man they made toys first mm-hmm. and then there was a show there was another one too that was like that they made toys and then they made a show and of course the show helped sell the toys but uh once upon a time in hollywood uh <laughs> <laughs> See, it's easy to go off on shit. Yeah. It's fun. Um, yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I, I will give Tarantino the time of day. I, I would say that Spielberg was like that. You know another company that was like that, uh, and maybe you can relate more to this, is like Pixar. It's like Pixar's got a new movie out. I'm like, I don't even, like there was a time where I'm like, I don't need to know what it is. I'm sure it's going to be fantastic because they were just all Pixar movies were good. And yeah. then they started the whole, like I think Up was the first one that lost me. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, that wasn't very good. And then like, I think I fell asleep in the theater at Wally. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I fell asleep at that one. Then it was like Cars 2, Planes, Cars 3, Toy Story 3. Like they just started making sequels to everything. And yeah. I'm like. Brave is really good. I like Never Brave. even saw it. Yeah. Never I have it. It's one of Ronan's favorites, actually. Yeah? Yeah. Because it's a long redheaded chick. Well, yeah, and she like rides through the forest on her like horse, and like I don't know, he likes horses and bears, and I kind of told us like this is the one with the bears. She's like, like an archery chick, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. She had never even seen that one. Yeah, it's good. It's funny. There's a lot of a lot of people mix up the DreamWorks ones with the Pixar ones, but like, yeah, when they did like 
when they started doing all sequels, Cars 2 and, and everything like that. Yeah, Cars 2 is shit. Cars 3 is good. Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I, I just saw Toy Story 4 and I was like, nothing. Yeah, I, I haven't seen that. I, no that's what I'm saying. Like, let I don't know. Some of them, it's like, just let them die. Let us remember them in the good way. Don't make them just fade out. It was like, Tim Allen doesn't even really, sa- it sounds like someone doing it sounded like, oh, like yeah. they couldn't get Tim Allen, so they got someone else. I know it's Tim Allen in it. They did featurettes with him, and he's talking mm, about okay. them working together again. But it's just, I guess he's just so old now, he doesn't sound yeah. like himself he anymore. He just sounds like Michigan. Is that where he's from? Yeah. He, you haven't heard the Michigan commercials? No. Oh, yeah, on the radio. All the, maybe it's just because we're closer to Michigan here. Yeah. But yeah, there's always like, I can't even like impersonate it. I can't think of it. To infinity. No, he's like. <laughs> and beyond. And in Michigan. The you know, the time moves slower and blah blah blah. And he's just talking about like the beauty of Michigan and like oh. visit Michigan, discover Michigan, or like something. I don't even know. Yeah, but it's him. Yeah, this is yeah. this is local radio you're listening to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's why. I listen to radio. Okay. I'm not judging. I'm just saying I don't listen to local radio. That's probably why I don't hear. Maybe. But yeah, Ottawa's also like quite a bit further from Michigan. Right. Than we are, right. So. Of course. But even still, like, it it's sad to like. You've seen Tom Hanks and stuff like that now, and you're like, Jesus, like these guys are getting old. Let their characters die. It's just, I don't know. I, I, my point being was just that there's sometimes there's a director or a writer like Tim Burton. A lot of people like there's the people who are just like, oh, it's a Tim Burton movie. I'm sure it'll be great, and they just go see it. But there's some writers where uh, Aaron Sorkin is one that I'm sh- I'm sure not a lot of people know, but he wrote like I think he wrote like The Social Network. He wrote Molly's Game. He wrote uh, he wrote a lot of good ones, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's another one where like a lot of people if they know Aaron Sorkin wrote it, doesn't even matter. They'll just go see it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, long story short, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was good, but I think it's one that like it's going to be really hard to rewatch because there's a lot of scenes in it that sort of just lead your attention one way and then nothing comes of it. And then oh. you're like, oh, well, um, did you see Inglorious Bastards? Yeah, I wasn't a fan. No? No. Okay. Well, that was a movie that was like, hey, what if this historical event happened in a different way? Yeah. That's- no, I, I understood the premise. I just was like, no, but sometimes what- it just gets, like, it distracts from the story with all their, like, swearing and gore right. and inappropriateness. And it's like, okay, fine, but it has a time and its place. And it's like... Well, that's what he likes can to do. Can we like talk? Can we do the story, please? Right. Like, I don't give a crap about all that. Well, what? The, no, the reason I brought up that whole like, what if this happened in a different way? Is that's what Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is like? Is mm-hmm. like, what if this event happened that we all know, everyone knows this event? It's a historical event. But what if it didn't happen like this? It happened like that. The only thing is, you you knew that going into Inglorious Bastards, mm-hmm. you don't know that until the end of of oh. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which makes going back and watching it again to my, to me like oh well this is why they have all these scenes when it didn't happen that way it's almost like oh i know what's going to happen because of this oh and then this happens and this is and then nothing what's you know what what did happen happens differently yeah yeah so i don't know i i i enjoyed it i like to like tarantino's one of those guys that he can write good dialogue you know what i mean like you'll watch the scene in in reservoir dogs where they're just sitting at the table having breakfast yeah you'll watch the royale with cheese conversation in pulp fiction you know even uh, did you see hateful eight no no uh, it's on netflix it's it's good maybe kurt russell it's like cowboys and they're stuck oh, in a yeah, cabin i think i was i think john was watching it but yeah. i was not really watching it fair well there's a big long scene where they're just in a carriage for like the first 20 minutes of the movie mm-hmm. and it's 
just conversation. That's what I like about his movies is, like you said, he can write a good story, but sometimes it does go a little crazy where it's just violence, violence, yeah, gore. Yeah, and, and I'm just like... Yeah. Yeah, no, I get it. Anyways, uh, go see it, but lower your expectations, I think is my... Uh, you know. Anyways, um, what else did I do this week of note? I had to do two activations. No reason to go into them, but all I know is I spent two days before shows doing what I do, and that sucked. Next. Well, <laughs> Whatever it is, what it is. Something's got to pay the bills, right? Well, just in case everyone's like, so what are you doing with your days? You're right, and you go to the gym. I went. I did go to the gym. I got to the gym once. Mm-hmm. Um, my meal plan thing has worked out reasonably well. I was a few days doing it. I said, well, I'm being honest. Okay, I'm pretty sure you came over and I asked you about it, and you're like... <laughs> yeah, well, it went, I didn't stick to it, and I'm this what I'm saying. It went reasonably well in the sense that, like... I didn't go out for breakfast. I didn't go out for lunches. I did pick up food late night, which I wish I hadn't. But by then I had a couple beers and I'm like, okay, I'm hungry. And I'm not going back to the fucking condo to, to boil soup for 20 minutes. Like, I'm like, I want to eat and go to bed. So I did do that. Boil soup for 20 minutes. 20 minutes. I'm not boiling doing? soup, but you know what I mean? Like if you're heating it, I mean, can't sit there and have to do dishes afterwards. I don't like it. It splatters all over yeah, the fucking I microwave. I don't like it. What are you going to shame, you know, shame me know, into cooking soup? To boiling? Like, wine you just look like on your face. I don't care. It's too bad they didn't see that. How I much wine like I look like? <laughs> I didn't. I don't. I don't like cleaning microwaves. I'm sorry. There's a certain type of lifestyle I'm accustomed your microwave. to. Yeah, I still have to clean it. I can't just trash the place. Whatever. Aren't you a celebrity? Isn't that what, what you What kind do? of question is that? Of course I am. Uh, <laughs> you going to fill your wine glass up again there? Well, no, not if you keep making fun of me. For what? What do you mean? Who's making fun of who here? Like, oh, are you drunk? You're not drunk. No, I'm but not. I like that every time you burn me, you pick up your wine glass first. <laughs> You're like, and another thing. Can we talk about this for a second. The fact that you can't. To, yeah, you tried yeah, to pour. I just yeah, I'm tried watching to this. Pour this wine with the lid still on. Oh, I didn't even notice. I didn't even notice. I actually thought the lid was off. So I'm like, why isn't it coming out? And then we're, and then we're, I was laughing because I thought it was just that you just wouldn't tip it enough. Do you mind topping me up a little bit while you're there? Yes. No, actually, no, I don't mind. Ooh, that sounds nice. We're doing ASMR now. Yeah, so you know what that is, eh? Yeah. Peter's a big fan of it. I've never honestly listened to it. I no, just, apparently. I don't think it's, I don't think it would work. Do you know what it stands for? He He told me what it stands for. That's an easy one. I have no idea. Okay, hold on. Let's see if we can get Siri to do it. Hey, Siri, what does ASMR stand for? Okay, I found this on the web for Hey, Siri, what does ASMR stand for? Oh, for fuck's sake. Check it out. Yeah, let's try Google. No, no, it's right here. I, I just clicked on the thing. Hey, Google, what does ASMR stand for? Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. Yeah, but that's not what it is. That's what it. That's what it is. Not what it stands for. What is going on? Oh, it's ugh, too much. Too much technology all close by. Okay, so autonomous meridian something. Autonomous sensory meridian response. So there's a thing on uh, I think Crave TV or whatever where like a bunch of ASMR people are like eating Reese's peanut butter cups or something like that, and they're tapping on the packages and they're like. Hey it's guys, a big it's Twitch about, thing, like like online streaming. Yeah, and it's all like, hey guys, how are you? It's a lot of whispering, a lot yeah, of whispering. Like, how are you today? Let me just, yeah, just rub the microphone. Let's listen to my phone get all buzzy and shit. How are you? 
is red drinking. Gulp. Ah. You gotta like put it on your throat and swallow <laughs> so you can hear every sound. Let me see if we can get this in. <laughs> Did you hear that? That was fucking weird. Hey, just... <laughs> the quality of this podcast. Right? <laughs> Fuck you. People who want People who want to get to know me, this is what I'll do. I'll sit here and I will fuck with my friends and I will uh. jam a mic. What? <laughs> you don't like it? Try it. Try. Stick the mic to your throat no. and have a sip. Why not? No, this is stupid. This is stupid? I don't know. I'm having fun. Okay. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Why? Is it gross? I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> well, yeah. That's the whole fucking podcast is weird. I don't know why anyone listens to this. <laughs> But sure. I appreciate it. I still appreciate the fact that you guys are out there listening to it. I Anyways, have a moral obligation. Do you? I, I offered to not do it. <laughs> the um, yeah, the uh, what was it? Peter was telling me he listens to that ASMR stuff. And uh, there's some people who like listening to people slurping food. Some people like like How? like fingers on wait, stuff. Peter likes this AM- ASMR. Yeah, my stuff. buddy Peter. Okay, but isn't he the one who complains about all your slurping and whatever right. on your podcast? Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, yeah and you're right. Like, he is the one. He's like, damn it, Josh, you're turning me on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not, I don't think for him it's a turn on thing. Some people it's a relaxation thing. Oh. So it's like listening to like, so I was, when I was chatting with him about it, I was saying how like, you know how some people, you know, when we were kids for the longest time, there was like CDs of like rain and rain on a tin roof or mm-hmm. thunderstorms. Like yeah. that's an example of, ASMR, but just early stuff that people are like, oh, if people find this pleasant, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that was <laughs> awful. That was awful. <laughs> and I half vomited. So, <laughs> not, not my couch, please. No, it's just like, it's just enough to taste the. That's not ASMR, by the way, the describing <laughs> the vomit taste. I want to start my own trend. What, what should we say? The ass to mouth or whatever? I don't know. Acid to mouth. Mm. but uh anyways yeah but there's people will like tap on products so i think i think he was saying i don't i I, people like like with fingernails will tap on like the the packaging of things people will slurp noodles they'll suck on candies they'll they'll whisper because the sound of the whispering is is very nice and blah 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 so there's all these different kinds of things they're doing anyways i don't even know how that came up point being is the fuck was i talking about yeah we did um Wonderland yesterday. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Didn't put on any sunscreen. Face yeah. is red. I, Lobster. Yep. I didn't fit on. Yeah. Can you see the two different tones for where I got sun and where no, I didn't on my on chest? it's on your face. I know, but there's some on my neck too. A little bit. It's way yeah. more on your face. Fine. My face is red, everybody, in case you're wondering. <laughs> Very. But uh, yeah, there was, a, there was a ride that when we, have you been to Wonderland recently? No, I actually haven't been since eighth grade. Oh, wow. You should go. It's fun. Yeah, it we keep a, meaning to and just not. Yeah? Yeah. C'est la vie. Well, make a commitment. Why is there so many I made a commitment. I got married. What, marriage is the anti-Wonderland? It's the ultimate commitment. Yeah, but I'm saying like make a commitment to going with your married person. I went to partner. Disney. Wasn't that? That's. I don't know. I've never been to Disney. A whole new level. Oh, is it? A whole it's, new it's, level. It's more intense than... Uh, no, it's not intense for sure. Not okay. Like the rides are not intense at Disney. It's like more the experience than like the intensity. Right. They're like just buy everything. 
No, no, actually, I didn't feel that either. Huh. Yeah. I've never been. No, I didn't feel like pressure to buy anything there. Like, yes, you spend money because you spent, you know, like, you're on vacation, but I didn't feel like it was any more expensive than going to, like, Mexico or Dominican. Okay, I've never done those because they're very expensive. But. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, like, a lot of people do I like that, how you're right? like, yeah, that, that's like a very uh, Bill Gatesy. I was going to say Zuckerberg again, but it makes it sound like I like the guy. But a lot of people do that. A lot of people, like, from Canada anyways, like, you know, it's cold all winter long, and so we want to escape the cold, and so we go to Cuba or... Mexico or Dominican Republic, but to me, it's just going to another beach, and I'm like, right. I've you seen one beach, you've seen them all, kind of thing, you know. So, and what would you tell the poor listeners, Rad, that that haven't had a chance to see all the beaches, like you have? That <laughs> I have not seen all the beaches. No, you're like, if you've seen one beach, you've seen them all. I'm like, well, have you all seen all the beaches? No, but that's just my like. That's why I don't go to right. all of them, right? Like, yeah. I'm like, well, I've been once. To me, like, that's enough. Well, and that's the thing too. Like, I'd rather go and experience another city. Like, I like going to New York. I like going to L.A. Mm-hmm. You know, Vegas, because that's a, something to experience. But when someone's like, oh, I'm going to go to Punta Cana, all inclusive, and then just drink on the beach all day, mm-hmm. and then it's like, then we're going to go to Dominican, drink on the beach, and we're going to go to Cuba. And just drink on the beach. Yeah, I'm like, all you're doing is getting drunk in the sun. You could do that. Yeah, anywhere. Yeah. So why? Yeah, you can stay, you can stay home and get drunk on your back porch all day, every day. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe not in the winter, but. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, no, I agree. So like for us, like Disney at least was like an experience, something neither of us had done before as kids. So we just were like, we wanted to do that together, you know, before we took our son there. So. Right. Have you taken him there? No. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was I was at Canada's Wonderland yesterday, and uh, and then since I have lost some weight in the last while, um, I fit on uh, just about every ride I wanted to go on. Nice. There was one ride. There was actually Hashtag one ride. Winning. Well, I couldn't fit on Drop Zone, and I don't give a shit because that ride's boring. Mm-hmm. But uh, sure. but neither could Peter because he was too tall. Yeah, interesting enough, because I guess it's one of the ones where the harnesses come down over you, right? So if you're too tall, they can only come down so far or whatever. Um, But there was one, that new one there, the Yukon Striker, the one that came out this year, the new roller coaster. There was like a tester seat in the front, so you test to see if you fit beforehand. Mm -hmm. And I got in it, it it just was like the seatbelt came up and it just wouldn't, like one more inch. And then I'm like, Peter, lean on this motherfucker. And Peter comes over, leans on it, and then we click it in. I'm like, all right, we're going to go. And the whole time I'm in line, we're, we're, it's the longest line because it's, it's yeah. the new ride. And uh, the, the, the roller coaster breaks down halfway through the line. Like oh, our yeah. inconvenience, we have a technical difficulty, whatever. So like a 20-minute delay. We didn't get out of the line, but they weren't letting any new people in the line. And then, uh, and the whole time I'm like, okay, Pete, so when I get up there, same thing, right? If they got like, It's all like 15-year-old kids working the lines at Wonderland. Sure. You haven't been since you were in eighth yeah, grade. Yeah. I well, they, they're, been. yeah, they're, they're all like 15 year old kids, minimum wage. So I'm like, and they're all skinny, tiny little skinny fuckers. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, Pete, <laughs> we sit in the day, I'm going to need you to lean on it. Cause if it's a 15 year old girl who's like, sir, I can't get it. I'm like, I'm going to need you to lean on it, clip it. Cause we just stood in line for an hour and a half. I'm getting on this ride. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, yeah, I got on. Okay. No issue. Yeah. This is going to be like no. a sad story. <laughs> no, the, the fact it's already <laughs> a sad story because I had to have. <laughs> An adult male, like lean his way, yeah. a paramedic. <laughs> a par- I basically <laughs> had a Peter's in. a paramedic. He's a paramedic, so I'm like, yeah, I had to have a paramedic do like CPR level chest crushing, you know, to get this thing to clip. But even though uh, we got on the ride, wasn't even as good as some of the other ones they have, like Leviathan oh, and yeah. Behemoth are still better. Yeah, That's unfortunate. Eh, we can move forward past this. But anyways, yeah. No, so I, I love my time at Disney. It was well worth the money. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. We we got our tickets from Costco online. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was oh, it was a joke. Yeah. yeah, you just go online Costco, forty bucks online at Costco for a, oh, a, a I didn't day. Know you could do those online. Yeah, like, I didn't either. What about like movie tickets? I don't know. Maybe all I, all I know is that Peter was That'd was be amazing because I I I literally sometimes the only reason I go there is to get movie tickets. Yeah, to save like six bucks off of popcorn and drinks yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And so if I can do that online, like, hell yeah. I was, I called the Costco in Toronto to see if they sold those tickets. Mm-hmm. I know they sell them in Ottawa. I just thought, yeah. hey, maybe they don't in Toronto. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Could be a strategy, right? Yeah. Don't sell them in Toronto because you're right here, but yeah, maybe I mean, get people from other towns. Well, yeah, but I thought there's, I thought no, 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 in a I, small I chance, yeah, 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 get people from other cities to come based on the yeah. savings or whatever, but maybe they don't have to do it locally. Mm-hmm. Anyways, they sold them there. And while I'm on the phone with the guy, Peter just goes, yo, it's online. Just get it online. We don't even have to drive there. I'm like, okay. So that's what we did. We ordered them online. They delivered over the phone. Scan when we walk in. I'm like, that's fucking incredible. So try that next time. I see you looking at your phone, right? Is uh, are we doing okay? Yeah, yeah, we're doing fabulous. Excellent. Um, but that was it. That was my week, guys. I the meal plan stuff did okay. I was eating my breakfast like a good bitch. Uh, what else? I did my my you lunchtime know I meals. Quote you saying that? Do you really? I'm like my friend who has a podcast, he you know he says that I'm being a good bitch. I'm being a good bitch. Yeah, you got to be a good bitch sometimes. It's just it's one of the things like when you don't want to do, you feel like a bitch doing it, but you got to be you know you got to be a good bitch. Yep. You don't even I don't even say like yeah you don't have to say my friend. You just be like yeah trying to be a good bitch this week you know. It works. Gets the message across. I don't think anyone's like. Can you clarify what what well, he means by that? I'm at work, so I have to like be like. I'm not swearing on purpose here. I'm quoting somebody. Right. Okay. So you say it, and then you you're not you're not like you don't bring it in up as that. Just you say it. Someone gives you a weird look, and then you have to explain it. Yeah. I see. What are you What are you doing in your life? That you know. What are you being a good bitch about? Well, I'm about to be a good bitch about getting back to the gym. Yeah. Yeah, I put in my resignation for my current p- job right now, and uh, my new job is there's a gym like in the same building, so nice. I can go to the gym at lunch. Hopefully, every most days. I'm not gonna say five days a week. That's a little excessive, but yeah, it is. Um, but if yeah. it becomes a part, like like a lot of people say, like you can't do the gym seven days a week. You got to do like five. So if you can make it a part of your work day, yeah. So I'll just go at lunch, yeah, because it's yeah, really like. Or at least initially, at least initially, until it becomes a routine, mm-hmm. and then once it's just a, like a one day off from your routine, as opposed to like, because that's the thing with me is I'll try to go like every day, and then I go well, I can't go this much. I'll skip a day. If it hasn't become habit or routine, then it's just it's easy to fall off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, oh, I'll go tomorrow. Ah, oh, you're probably supposed to go three days a week, anyways. How many have I got? Yeah, because I try so, and go in the evenings, and even like because I work at work, I can work out at home, um, but. Even trying to do that, you know, you just, you find too many excuses. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Too many excuses in the evening, right? Like you're tired and, you know, whatever. And by the time, you know, I get my son to bed and all those kinds of things, it's like, ugh. And there's always like competing priorities, right? So like for my work that I do, I often have to do like training on my own, like to improve my skills and things like that. So I have to put in time outside of work often to do that. And I try and make it fun. Like, so I'm a software developer for those that don't know. So right now, like I'm teaching, I primarily code in Java for anybody who knows what that means, but I'm trying to teach myself C sharp, but by doing it like in a fun way by developing a video game. So just trying to like, learn new things, but make it fun so that it's not like another chore to do at the end of the day. 
and then hopefully get something like concrete out of it that I might be able to do something with. So that's amazing. I wish I was able to train myself to do new things. Like I'm like, I'm still struggling trying to make it. I say struggling. Like I'm trying, I'm still struggling to sit down and create like a MailChimp account or something super easy like that. But I mean, that's the nature of what I like. That's the whole reason why I went, like I went back to school at 28 to do this. And that's the whole like reason was because like, I like continuous learning and I like to constantly, you know, knowing new things. And my previous career was not doing that for me. And I just felt every day that I could do more and that I was wasting my talents and um, like that I was given like, you know, all these gifts that I was just wasting away. And so um, it was important to me to, you know, do more. So, yeah. All the time, I'm, you know, and that's a big reason why I'm switching jobs is because I've realized I've become kind of complacent in my current job, and I need to go somewhere new to sort of push me to do more. Yeah, well, good for you. It's 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 good to shake things up if you're feeling stagnant or whatever. It's good to shake things up. Yeah, yeah, and it's nothing so. against where I'm working currently. Like, I mean, you know, obviously it it has its things, its frustrations or whatever, but you know. I, I'm not leaving because of them. I'm leaving because of me. Right. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> In case they get butthurt over it, whatever. So, That's yeah. funny. Yeah. Well, good for you. I mean, uh, it's, I'm trying to think of There was something, uh, there was a point I want to get back to. I can't, I can't remember what it is just because that's the way my brain works. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's what I'm trying to be better about. Oh, being a good like, bitch. That's what we were talking about. Yeah. With, yeah. Doing, you know, well, my maintaining my own personal, um, you know, we were talking about that earlier, like main, maintaining my sense of self right, and not losing who I am and who I've been and who I've worked hard to get to be. So, yeah, we were talking about people who, you know, at the di- dinner or whatever, we were talking about people who like, they work hard to get like an education or something and then they just decide they want to be, and this is not derogatory, but just for what it is, just like, yeah, I've got this education, I've got this career and then they just have a baby and they're like, no, nah, I just want to be a housewife. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with Yeah, like I'm saying it's not it's not derogatory, like that's but that's your what it ultimate is. goal, but it's just it's confusing to me when somebody like works really really hard to become something for years and years and years and then and then suddenly it's just like nope, uh, I'm just going to stay at home, that's easier. You know, and it, or or you know like I need to be here for my kid and you're like, "Well, is that what that is?" or Yeah, you just, what happens like, when your kid grows up and now it's time to be you again? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. Did you cultivate what you want? Yeah, and it's fine if that was always your sort of like, you know, inspiration or like, you know, people who do the, you know, uh, home businesses or whatever. Right. If you're always like entrepreneurial spirits, like there's one mom that I know like that she had a job and whatever and but like she always wanted to like have her own bakery like or baking business and like she always kind of like do it on the side but never really have time and blah, blah, blah. And then she had her second kid and that was sort of like the breaking point of like, okay, well you know, daycare is so expensive. Like, is it really worth me going back to work? Maybe I just pursue this baking thing and start my own business. And then I can kind of do it in my own time and take as many orders as I can manage Mm -hmm. and make my money that way. And then I'm able to kind of be both. Right. And it's still something that you can do like, you know, with a kid, Mm -hmm. it's harder, but you can still go back to it and you keep it alive. You don't just go, okay, well I got all these degrees in something that I'm just going to stop doing altogether. Mm Mm-hmm. And never go back to theoretically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that's that's disappointing. That's why I don't achieve anything, right? So that when this comedy dream dies, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, 
You're just yeah. going to die with it. Yeah, pretty much. I think it's. I think the comedy dream will outlive me personally. But, um, but no. I, like I said, hey, at least in, ter- in terms of the part of the comedy dream that I did well, decent this week, better, better than I thought I might, was the 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 eating stuff. So, being out as much as it was like every single day. I don't think I spent a single day fully at the condo. I was gone Wednesday. It was gone Thursday, Friday, Saturday working, and then yesterday was at Wonderland. So today is my first day off, but I sort of packed up, cleaned up, and came here. So it was uh, it was a good day. I think this coming week, we'll see if I can stick to the meal plan better because I'll be doing a lot of writing during the day and, and organizing. I haven't overbooked myself mm, too, too much. Well, we'll see. But anyways, that's a, that's a wrap for the week. Not necessarily on the episode, but at least in terms of talking about what it was, there anything you wanted to talk about before we get to the sponsors? You look, you have this guilty smile on your face. No, no. I feel like I should have something contri- to oh, contribute. No, no. Hey, we were yeah. just chatting about our things, man. We're solving the world here, talking about yeah. supporting charities and things like that. Um, let me ask you this, because I try to ask people, you are somebody who listens to podcasts, and I do appreciate that. I Again, I don't expect it of anyone, but I appreciate the fact that you listen. And it was funny, too, because uh, we're going to jump to the sponsors in just a second, but you were mentioning how the Uncle John's Bathroom Reader segment isn't one of the things that you particularly like about the podcast. Mm-hmm. Is it? Oh no, it's not that that particularly. It's just like <laughs> commercials in general. Like, oh, like, I see. Oh, I good. see. Well, that's what I thought it was was nice with theirs because it's, theirs is not so much of a commercial as it's just hey, here's a fun fact or some some info. No, sometimes sometimes they're just a little long. Yeah. Oh, trust me. I I like I'm like these and I mean you know I know you love DK. Oh, I love me some DK. And you go on and on and on and sometimes I'm like it's wow, funny. Forty minutes later. Well, I've, I I don't think I've so ever spoken forty minutes on DK. DK. But the thing is, here's the thing. DK is so good to me that, and their their books are so vast and full of stuff that I really don't feel like I do them justice with the with the reviews. I want a ten percent off coupon. Okay, you guys heard it here. Maybe maybe I'll get them to send you something because I do have a bunch of them on my wish list. I just can't really bring myself to yeah on Amazon. I have a bunch of them on my wish list. That's amazing because like you talk about them and I'm like, oh, that's cool. I want that, but then I'm like. I just like can't prioritize that in my budget right now. Right. And actually I did find the propagating one at propagating my library plants? at my library. The the so brand I've, new one? Yeah, I've put it on order. Ah, wicked. Yeah. yeah. Hold, I'll put it on hold. So uh, I don't think it's come in yet, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it looks really really interesting. It's yeah, all because about like we have cloning a veg- plants. Well, we're going to have like a more serious vegetable garden next year, so I'm like, well, I don't want to buy seeds every year like you know, so that'd be good to be able to. Absolutely. And if you have a place inside where you can keep them misted and everything like that, so they survive the winter or whatever, mm-hmm. they're already ready to go. You plant them, you know, half grown. Um, I think the gardener's guide will probably be, probably be better for that. Um, overall, like not say that, but the propagating one, it's like all plants. It's fucking amazing. Um, groovy. Well, having said that then, uh, is there anything, let me ask you this just real quick, just cause I, I, I want the feedback or whatever. And I try not to just take everyone's feedback and immediately implement it. But what are the things that you like about the podcast? What are the things you don't like? No wrong answers. I don't know. I don't think there's things that I do or don't like. I don't <laughs> like it when you record from your car. Mm. Like I prefer when there's like <laughs> when there's quality on the recording. Quality audio. You don't like when I'm sitting next to my mother just insulting her the whole way and <laughs> yeah. talking about sex stuff with her. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but no. is it the is it just purely the quality? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can respect that. Hey, I that was one of the things I think I did right with this podcast is is I know that not everything I was talking about was interesting all the time. Like I'm well aware. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if anyone listening is like, does this guy think everything he says is not in the slightest? I don't think anything I say is interesting. But people keep listening, and the numbers, the show has never been more popular than it is right now in terms of the downloads and everything. So I, I don't, doing something right, but, uh, and I appreciate you guys for, for being there, but I want to make sure that what people like, I do more of what they don't like, I do less of. But it's hard when every once in a while just one person tells me because then I worry that I'm like, well, I don't want to change something based on one person. But yeah. since that's the only voice I'm hearing, do I act on it? Yeah. So that, and I mean, some of the things that like people have complained about, I'm like, well, yeah, but that's like, that's Josh's thing. You yeah. Know? Like, that's his shtick. So, <laughs> well, um, like drinking, I'm like, fuck, you try talking for an hour to two hours straight without getting a little drier. Yeah needing to wet the wit like you've been been really going at that one there you go <laughs> right it's hard and the thing is too like when i do it at home i've got the mic sitting on the mic stand so i don't use the the handhelds or the the bases it's just there so i'm i'm talking and whatever blah 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 and i'll grab a a drink you know what i'm sorry if you don't like it but fuck you if you if there's people if there's fuck millions you, there's millions of people listening to people slurping noodles and it's like oh it makes me relaxed i can't wet my whistle for practical reasons so people are doing it to make money you want to listen to me drink noodles? Yeah. the fucking noodles i can't i can't do it anyways so having said that guys just you guys know contact the one man podcast.com send me an email if there's something you like you don't like still waiting for oh i want to give a quick little shout out um did you know that this month for the very, very, very first time in one-man podcast history, right now, the United States is bigger downloads than Canada. Uh-oh. I am, I am more, I am more on, downloaded Canada. in the United States That's than I am rude. in Canada. Can't and uh, right now, now the East Coast, the East Coast is still uh, very big. So slaying it. Yep, Nova Scotia still downloads the one-man podcast more than anywhere else in Canada. Ontario, very disappointments where all my friends are. Yeah, you know I've got I've got friends, of course, Matthew and uh, you know Nova Scotia listens, but I'm just surprised. So, hey, Nova Scotia, thank you so much for being such big fans of one of my podcast. And uh, in the United States, Virginia, Virginia, Virginia is really? huge That's on the one man podcast. So thank you, Virginia listeners. If any of you guys want to just say hello, you know. I'd yeah. love to get an email from you and just say, "Hey, uh, I'm listening." And and you can, I, you can email in and ask, say like Vanessa, uh, Josh. We know you're not very <laughs> smart, but Vanessa's smart. So tell us some things about software. Anything. If you guys want to, I would love for the onesies to email me asking someone I've had on the show a question because then you would have to email back. You know. Yeah. And be a part of it, like just getting everyone chatting. But I would love to hear and if from people. I don't know, then I probably know somebody who's smarter than me that knows. <laughs> okay. And you want it to be software related? Well, I mean, that's. What if you just started getting like weird, weird, like uh, <laughs> creepy, not sexist, but like sexual nails through me? Someone's like, that chick's. I'm just, I would ask the same of any of my guests. Just, you're like, yeah, ask me a question. It's like, what kind of, like, you know what I mean? It's just like these weird questions. <laughs> Well, first of all, I would I'm not be like, sending you audio clips. No, no. I, well, I'd have to put my own spin on it. <laughs> but uh, no, I think it'd be funny to, to just, yeah. And now if I planted that seed in their heads, that'd be yeah. so funny if we just started to get emails. Ooh. I'm still going to read them. That's the deal. I told you. Someone sends me an email. I'm reading it on the podcast. I'm sorry. But you'd love an episode with like four emails all directed at you instead of me. I think that'd be hilarious. I'd be like, oh. Yeah, you don't have to answer them, but I—I I mean, the deal is, I read. I mean, I'd have to clean them up a little bit, would I? Are we P? We're definitely not PG. 
This podcast? Yeah. Not in the slightest. No, not even a little not, bit. This podcast got me fired. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have, I've broken up a relationship. I've been oh, fired yeah. in record time. Two and a half days is now my new record for being fired. Why did you do um, that? The job or get fired? I didn't choose <laughs> get to fired. get fired. I didn't choose it. Well, I, I guess I don't did know. Did you hear what, the episode? I, I feel like maybe I did and didn't realize like and didn't finish it. It, you know? it came then, down. Like, it came down six hours after it was posted. Okay, no, probably not. Then. Yeah, because it was like posted. I went to work. They were like, "Hey, why don't you come on in here?" And they're like, and they're like "Yeah, blah 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 blah." And, and then I pulled it. So that's most that's I've ever shocking. said. I never. Yeah, you and never, everyone I talked to is like, "That's the dumbest you? shit I've ever heard." It's not appropriate. I'm not gonna tell you. Fuck you! You brought it up. You have to tell me now. So. Just if it's about them, don't name them. That's the no, only thing. not about them. About my current. So do it. I know software companies who their top sites visited top five. Uh-huh. Pornhub is one of them. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's so. Okay. Hold on, software companies, their biggest visited site. No, so the employees are like the sites visited by employees over the network yeah. is being monitored and like they don't block any sites. Right. And top five sites visited is Pornhub. All five of the top five are the Pornhub? No, no, no. Like, like Pornhub, Pornhub, Pornhub. Pornhub is like one of the top five visited. Right. That does that. Yeah. I wouldn't trust a company that didn't have Pornhub as the top five. <laughs> it's funny that but Pornhub is their though, one of it? choice like, though. Like there's that, like UJs and RedTube and yeah, <laughs> so many of them. So like I, I just like that's find brand it loyalty there. Like that, uh, <laughs> it's one of the top five. Like like you're at work. So like, you're saying you know? You was this the company that you work for in the top five? Is is Pornhub? I've I've heard this not necessarily about my company, but I've I've I know companies where this is like. That I've heard. Is that, that surprising in, though? I think it's, it's surprising. The, oh, that's like not you're the at slightest. work and you're like. Rubbing one out, jerking off. Well, you're browsing Pornhub. Yeah, and we're but we're like an open concept. Like we're not in offices. Hold on, but hold on. But here's the yeah, okay. But here's my question though, and and I and I, I this is not my mo, but there's a lot of things that are apparently stereotypes that I don't dig in. Is is it is it everything through their network, Pornhub, or just on the actual computers? Because I can see a guy going to the bathroom on his phone on his break yeah, yeah, and rubbing no, one out. Yeah, no, no, exactly. And I can see it coming through that way. No, no, no. That's what I mean. Yeah, like on the network. So, I mean, it's so, even somebody who's VPNing possibly from home who doesn't realize, like, oh, I'm on the network. Right. Because I and you're definitely, in. you definitely deserve to rub one out at home. If you're in front of a computer, here's the thing. I can't be in front of my laptop for more than five minutes. Yeah, but come on. You don't realize that you're on your, like, company network and they're, like, monitoring. Like, they know who you are. Has it changed anything? No, but well, there you could. go. There you go. But I mean, like, yeah, like that's a that's some balls. Okay, to like so be like I'm gonna go like on my yeah. But network. you, you know how many times I'm on my own computer. I don't give a fuck whose network I'm on. I mean, but I'm saying I can't be on my computer for more than like ten minutes before some ad with tits is like, did you want to get laid and fuck? So I'm like saying that I can only stave off those thoughts for so long before I'm like, yeah, I guess we're having a break. <laughs> we're gonna do a little procrastinating. Wow. <laughs> wow. But you're a girl. You don't understand what it's like to have those thoughts all the time. No, clearly I don't. <laughs> That's it? That's it? You're taking the high road on this one? <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm vanilla. So. Have you? Yeah. 
because I have okay. So I so masturbation is not a daily thing for you. No, listen to so I work in a male dominated field. Okay. Okay. So like all of the people that I hang out with daily are all men. Okay. And so like I would much prefer that they just believe that that you're vanilla. That I'm vanilla because it's too complicated like to go there. And I just don't want. Oh, like, that I'm daily... swirling my Merlot, and I can't wait to delve <laughs> deeper into what you're saying. I just can't be bothered to like go so do down they, that road. Do they talk just... about their shit? Oh yeah. And you're like, no. So they so they think you're vanilla. You've been yeah. told you're vanilla for that reason, but you're not. Well, I mean, whatever. But yeah. What do you mean, whatever? I mean, whatever. We're gonna maintain this uh, vanilla facade. Oh, that's boring. They don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> So I'm saying that okay, I'm, so so do, okay. Uh, it's easier to just like pretend you don't. You're naive and you don't. Th- okay, know, I fully like understand that. The bullshit. I fully understand that. Because I fully then support they think that. Of you differently, and then they look at you differently. And well, then and becomes, then things can get inappropriate real quick yeah. too with conversation stuff. But yeah, I'm not Harvey Weinstein, so you don't work for me. <laughs> I'm not yeah. promising you. And movie I mean, these deals. are my friends, but it just takes one wrong person listening to the conversation and being like, "Oh, that's a weird conversation." Well, it's, and then you get in shit about it. Yeah, well, and I so I find out one way. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, couldn't do it. The, the 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 pop filters on the fucking mics do it do a good job of blocking it. So okay, let me ask this, and not, and I don't ask any of this to be inappropriate. But people, this is the, this is the shit people want to know. <laughs> Do you use assistance when you uh, when you go into this? Ooh, that sounds wrong. I'm I'm looking for visual assistance when uh, when going down into your uh, personal care time. You're giving me the funniest look right now. <laughs> fucking Jim Carrey eyebrow raised. Fucking. Do you okay? Do you watch porn? Is what I'm trying to say. When you're doing your thing, do you watch porn? Because I was going to say, do you require assistance? And I was worried you would think I meant like vibrators or something <laughs> like that. And I'm like, no, 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 visual. Like, yeah. And I'm trying to ask, do you watch porn? I've talked to girls who are like, they enjoy watching porn too. Because they're like, I like the sounds. I like the. Mm, no. Okay. I don't know. Your imagination no, still works? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I have a I have a young child. the The times are few and far between. Okay, that's fine. Really? No, well, no. I mean, like, I don't know. You're human. I'm not trying to make you uncomfortable. I'm just yeah. saying, like, you, I broke my dick masturbating. I told you guys that. <laughs> it's still yeah. broken. I had to go to the doctor. Did I tell you? Did I tell that on the podcast? I told my doctor and go, "What the fuck is wrong with with my with my dick?" And I, my poor doctor, had to like look at it, and I'm like, "You can't just." Can't just describe it. You can't give me. We can't throw some hypotheses around here before <laughs> we just got to yeah. get in there. He even like I I went down to my underwear and I'm like, all right, you reach in. And he's like, no, pull them down. I'm like, you're gonna make me do all yeah, of this? I gotta he's do a doctor. He's a professional. Still, you pull the you reach in or you pull down. Like, what are you gonna see no, that's through this? More skin? weird. No, because like, you reach in, it's like know. sensory deprivation, right? If you take away the visual, because it's inside me anyways. The, the pain was at the base. Oh. So I'm like, if you're going to just reach in there, no, I got to pull it down and you got to stare down the barrel of my, just that horrific scene. And you got to make me do it, you know, like a fucking child at a urinal. I don't know. It was just uncomfortable. It was so uncomfortable. But that was basically it. Like, like the, the hypothesis is that I sprained my penis. For like five weeks, it was sprained. Yeah, I beat the shit out of it. 
<laughs> you're your own like domestic a... abuser. Yeah. That's how funny is that though? Like you you beat the shit. I only like I and the funny thing is like that day I was particularly unmotivated. <laughs> what? Well, if you're let's that's I told my doctor like because I called it, I said I was I was doing a lot of procrastinating. <laughs> and he was like he laughed and he's like, That's funny, I've never heard that before. I'm like, Yeah, a friend of mine, comic comic said that to me years ago. But that's the funny thing to me is like, okay, so you just beat the shit out of your dick and that's that. Like you can break it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the thing. I went to my doctor and it's Wasn't like it? physical damage, the warranty's voided on it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You you broke it. He's like, you he, broke it. You buy it. He even said that, like, he goes, you just, yeah, you just. He didn't say you got to go easy on it. He's just like, yeah, just it's everything. All the nerves and everything down there are very sensitive. It's just gonna take time to heal. He's like, you don't even have to like stop. Like he said that, like it's a hobby, <laughs> and it's no more of a hobby of mine than every other male. Do you know? But I'm saying that like a nice like before, but so was there before you were a mother? Was it more? I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I could do it before bed every night. It's a good way to... It's a good, nice little nightcap. Oh, for myself? No. That's what I have a husband for. No, but, but that's what I'm saying. That's what you have what? <laughs> a husband for. A husband for? Oh, please. You guys every single night before no, bed? I do know people, though, who yeah. do that. Yeah. Like, that, like, yeah, is expected. Mm. I was like... Lord. Well, the expectation is not the in the incel thing. If you don't get it, then you're an incel, an involuntary celibate. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I would have no expectation from another person every day, but it's like, yeah, when you're in a relationship, you still, you can't always, be, oh, nope, I get all my sexual satisfaction from my partner. All of it. Always, all the time. Yeah. Sorry, but yeah. Really? All of your needs are met? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> First person, let me write that down. Mark it on the calendar, guys. The first person ever in history to say that. <laughs> Are you going to go congratulate my husband? Not in the slightest. I don't believe you. Okay. <laughs> but hey, if that's the truth, good for you. Good for you. Uh, hey, other onesies listening, can you guys send me emails about how your partners fulfill you in all ways possible? <laughs> you need you need for nothing else. I think I'm making it red embarrassed. I apologize. But hey. <laughs> On that particular note, why don't we move past this weird stuff? The point is, is that there's companies that uh, have employees that will jerk off at work, and um, and I'm envious of those people. I guess I'm self-employed, so when I'm sitting <laughs> yeah, around at home busting my fucking dick, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't check my fucking uh, my history. Oh, stop! What is that, Joshua? Oh, what is this nonsense? I think it's because I was putting my phone on top of the the cord, your mic cord. All right, guys. Uh, sponsor time. My partners at PortablePress.com. Yeah, and uh, this week we're going to be reading from Uncle John's, uh, what is it called here? It's uh, How to Toilet Train Your Cat and 61 Other Ill-Conceived Projects from the Uncle John's Do-It-Yourself series. And uh, and I figured since Red is uh, such a fan of this segment, uh, she would be the one to read. And it's also, she's probably better at reading out loud than I am. So I can just riff on what she says. What are we reading, Red? <clears throat> How to make antimatter. And why'd you pick that one? In honor of my recent Star Trek tattoo. Ooh. Yes. I will... You can post a picture on Instagram, okay. Facebook, and whatever else you post things to. Not Pornhub. I don't know how to post that Pornhub. That's actually, you know, it's funny that you bring that up. I don't know how, 
Like, cause it's people that post on there, right? I haven't. It's just, there's always all these videos. So I, I imagine people share like YouTube mm-hmm. and then you can just, and then people comment on it and they say sure. the grossest things. You just shuddered? No, I, I just had a cold chill. What were you thinking of that terrified you to your bones? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this page is only to be read by interstellar space travelers or sp- supervillains who need a little help building a doomsday device. What you'll need, particular collider, nuclear physicist, construction crew, atoms of a high atomic number, and lots of e- electricity. So like Home Depot, you can get that stuff? Yeah, do it yourself. One. This is about the most advanced thing you can do in the world of nuclear physics. So the first thing you'll want to do was is that get the a whole degree. page. That's all that was on the first fucking page. I'm running the same. Oh, you got to read all of it. You can't just skip shit. Why not? Because that's it's how it the works. Stuff in the box. Read the box shit. <laughs> that's like for like if you, it's oh an anecdote. man, you can't do that. You just skip shit. <sighs> Red, come on! This is I'm running a I'm running okay. a tight ship here. This <laughs> this matters. It says it's in the box. Antimatter is a strange material made up of antiparticles. They're similar to regular particles, but they have opposite electric and magnetic properties. Scientists believe antimatter could someday be used to power spaceships, cure cancer, or make horrifically destructive weapons. The most notable antimatter experiments are currently underway at the Large Hadron Collider (LHC) housed in an underground laboratory in Switzerland. In its entire history, the LHC has produced just 10 nanograms of antimatter. That's barely enough to power a 60-watt light bulb for four hours. So see how important that was? Because I didn't even know what the fuck antimatter is, but now I know I might be able to cure cancer some with it. So naturally, I'm going to want to know how to create it. Now I I know why. Thanks, Red. Do it yourself. Number one, this is about the most advanced thing you can do in the world of nuclear physics. So the first thing you'll want to do is get a degree in nuclear physics. It will pun intended matter. I'm going to give you a ticket for speeding right now. What the fuck is going on? I already read that part. Oh. Two, find access to a particle particle collider. You could put in a few calls to a various world governments or contact the European Organization for Nuclear Research. The latter may be willing to part with the LHC for a mere eight billion dollars. So you could call do like your an buddy Ocean's Trump. 11. Yeah, <laughs> you just call it. Call in a favor with Trump. Three can't get a particle to collider. A particle collider. See, it's not as build easy. Build a particle it's, collider. It's Pick out a spot a hundred miles or so away from civilization with a circumference of around seventeen miles. Then, utilizing more equipment and steps than we can fit into this article, begin drilling into the ground until you reach a depth of one hundred and sixty feet. See, it's fucking easy. I'm doing it right now. You're saying it so fast, and I can't even understand what you're saying. Construct a tunnel 15 miles long and 12 feet wide, lined with concrete before building the necessary accompanying offices and other facilities. Fill them with all the equipment and nuclear physicists you'll, turning the page, need, in addition to a few things you may not have considered. Warning, if you mess up even the smallest thing or miss the tiniest of details, you could maybe destroy the universe. Critics of the LHC argue that its scientists could accidentally create a black hole or a vacuum bubble capable of gobbling up our planet or a galaxy or all of existence. I watched Stranger Things. I think that's what they were doing in the third season. <laughs> no, they were doing the same thing in all seasons. <laughs> But I'm saying that's maybe maybe they were just trying to make antimatter instead. They made like privately owning and operating complex experimental facility like this is likely considered extremely illegal in every country in the world. And doing so might make you the most dangerous human being who has ever lived, except in Russia. However, if you're not the sort of person who sweats the small stuff, gather all your physics and get ready to push your colliders on button. 
Four, check the date on your calendar because making antimatter with your collider could be affected by the moon and what's called lunar attraction. Ooh. When the moon is full, the so Earth's like crust rises fetish? by about 10 inches. That's enough to really mess with your collider. Wait until a new moon before you hit that on button just to be on the safe side. Five, construct a target comprising atoms with a large atomic number within the collider and hurl some electrons at it. The more energy you use during the process, the more antimatter you'll create. Six, existing technology makes capturing antimatter and storing it virtually impossible. So uh, good luck with that. Plus, if you use your collider to make antimatter and keep it running round the clock, after a year, you'll wind up with around a billionth of a gram. That means it would take a billion years to create a single gram, and who knows how long to gather enough for a proper doomsday device or a trip to Alpha Centauri. According to a 1999 NASA report, whipping up a gram of antimatter would cost about $62.5 trillion. That's all of it? So good luck. Yes. Oh. Another fun thing you can do with part, your particle accelerator. Scientists believe that the Big Bang occurred about 13.8 billion years ago. This is the theory that the universe started at an extremely hot and dense point, expanded rapidly, and then cooled, allowing the formation of everything, from subatomic particles to stars. A key tenet to the theory is that the universe is still expanding. The theory of expanding the universe was first proposed in 1927 by Belgian priest-slash-astronomer Georges Lemaitre which Albert Einstein called the most beautiful and satisfactory explanation of creation to which I have ever listened. The LHC allows scientists to recreate the conditions that existed just after the Big Bang be- Big Bang banged big. Wow. I saw that on Pornhub. <laughs> if they were actually recreating the Big Bang itself, the resulting universe would end all life as we know it in an instant. But since you've now built your own particle collider, in theory, you can recreate the Big Bang yourself. Ta-da! He didn't say ta-da, but I said that. Well done. Yeah. That's wow, it, Red. I, that's I our partners. Sleep? No, that's our partners at PortablePress.com. How to toilet train your cat. And 61 other ill-conceived projects. Well read. Well read. See, you see when early on you just start reading so fast that it's like, oh, what is going on here? No, um, I was doing it for effect. Were you? Yes. Well, I couldn't keep up. You're reading so fast. I know. That was that the effect you were going for? Than you. Listen, you put so much stock into education, okay? I put in the application of knowledge. That's what uh, Slurpee Slurpee. Why don't you just go back to your wine there, you fucking lush. No. <laughs> I'm white to a Are you enjoying right it? Now. Are you enjoying it, though? At it's least this, the Kim Crawford Merlot? It's fine. It's fine? You don't like it? It's fine. It's fine. You seem to be enjoying it. No, well, it's wine. Can't let it go to waste. <clears throat> Yeah, it's not bad. I don't have to work tomorrow or anything. Oh, you don't have to work? Oh, you do have to work tomorrow. Yes. Sorry. I uh, I write jokes. I don't get them. All right. Uh, next, our partner's Absolute Comedy. Hey, who's headlining Absolute Comedy Toronto this week? Yours truly, Josh Williams, but there's great shows at Absolute not Comedy me. all the time. Not you. You are not headlining. You are too busy being smart all over the world watching Pornhub. Uh, I'm not funny whatsoever. Pornhub metrics. Yep. Yeah. But uh, there's great shows at Absolute Comedy all the time. Check out absolutecomedy.ca for details. Absolute Comedy is the best live stand-up comedy from across North America with locations in Kingston, Toronto, and Ottawa, Ontario. These comedians have been featured on Just for Laughs, Netflix, Comedy Central, CBC's The Debaters, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Conan, The Comedy Network, and much, much more. Go to absolutecomedy.ca to see this week's lineup. Planning a night out is easy with dinner and show packages available at all locations. Live comedy is a great choice if you're organizing a celebration, fundraiser, company outing, or corporate event. 
Want the show brought to you? They'll send comedians to your venue with performances tailored to your event, creating a night of laughs your guests will love and won't soon forget. So for showtimes, ticket prices, gift certificates, special shows, and more, head to absolutecomedy.ca. Again, that's absolutecomedy.ca for the best live stand-up comedy from across North America. Oh, and is there anyone else I forgot? Did I forget anybody else? All my partners at DK, Dorling Kindersley. So guys, here's the thing. I brought a book with me. Um, DK sent me. I'm, I wanted to get it reviewed tonight, but I just didn't have time to read it. And uh, I'm not going to give them a half-ass review. I'm not. But I will tell you the name of the book. The name of the book is called Graphic Design for Everyone. And I flipped through it, saw a ton of great shit, and uh, I'm going to have it read. I will have it for you guys next week. So having said that, however, uh, being here with my good friend, Red, who is also a DK fan, she has a DK book, uh, a wish list with many DK books on it. Uh, she has uh, reserved, what was it, Propagating Plants, you told me from your library or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Homesteading one. Yeah. There's so many great, great DK books. But you have one here that you uh, you did with your son featuring... Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a classic family favorite. Sophie the Giraffe Colors. Yeah. It's a little kid's flip book from yeah, DK. It's Actually, it's pretty good. It's pretty sturdy. Um, you know, my son used it as a young child um, for a long, long time, and it's uh, withstood the, the toddler test. Um, it's still in pretty good shape. So um, there's a, it's a book, you know, each page is a different color and Sophie's, all her multitude of friends are hiding before, behind different colored objects and it's a little flip book. So like you flip the page and then you see who's hiding behind the certain object and, um, but the flips are actually, you know, like nice and thick and sturdy. So, you know, the kids can't really rip it and tear it and make a mess of it and ruin the book that they so love and so it's uh actually worked out pretty well for us so would highly recommend um, <laughs> if you're, if you're looking for a nice dk, DK children's book children books actually it's actually cool and it's it's featuring that sophie giraffe which was like what she was like uh was she from france or or she was from a european so. country like right a, yeah maybe belgium and the know. yeah i think she's from belgium and the thing is like it's like a giraffe toy that you're supposed. It's like the number one thing you're supposed to buy your baby or something because yeah, it's it like a stimulates. Toy. It's like yeah, a yeah. Toy. It like they teeth on it, but apparently it's also like the colors are stimulating mentally for it. The oh. way the legs, yeah, they're supposed to be like it's supposed to be a big deal because the whole thing is there's so many different things oh. that it does in terms of mental stimulation. So it's like it, it's for all the senses. It feels nice. That yeah. they chew it. And, I mean, it also had a lot of issues because yeah, people would put it in the bath. And then it would like grow mold inside of it. Yeah. And like there are big, big issues with like people like cutting open their like Sophie the drafts and be like, oh, look how, how much mold is in here. Oh, oh you really? should never buy one of these. It's like, no, just don't put it in the bath, you dumb dumb. Interesting. So, like, yeah. so they would have, they would cut them open, there would be fucking mold on instead. I want to uh-huh. see if I can find one of these on YouTube. Yeah. Let's see if they have a uh, Sophie mold. Sophie giraffe mold. Here we go. Yeah, what's inside? Oh, this is a 10-minute video. Parents reportedly find mold in Sophie the giraffe toys. USA Today. Uh, we got to listen to fucking ads. I'm not telling whose ad that was. Parents may want to check a popular teething toy for mold, is what it says on the screen. Uh, pediatric. Jesus Christ, that's a big word. No, you have to go back. I couldn't read it, and I couldn't pause it in time. Uh, podiatrist, a dentist, Podi- pediatric dentist, Dana Chianese told good housekeeping. 
She was cleaning her baby Sophie the giraffe when she smelled something musty. Mm. I decided to cut into Sophie out of curiosity and discovered a science experiment, whatever, living inside. Sophie's maker, Vuli, told USA Today, it is important to be careful while cleaning the toy to ensure that no water gets inside the giraffe. Uh, Shianese says she always followed the toy maker's cleaning instructions and never submerged Sophie in water, but still wound up with smelly, ugly mold. What do you think, Red? Do you think she's full think, of shit? Yeah, I think that's hard to believe. That she never, she always, she never submerged it. Yeah, there's no yeah. way. Come on. Another mom posted this photo of her child Sophie's in an uh, Amazon review. Yeah, there. Yeah, like, looks like it fucking can lungs. happen for sure. Like if you let, like if you like let it soak and don't. Yeah. You know, like hang it, like, you know, find how the water can get out of it, but back out of it. But yeah, no, like there's definitely like rubber duckies and stuff that I have, like for my son's bath that like yeah. all over time toys. you're like, you're like, okay, yeah, no, like you're done. Like, oh, we've had once, I think Michaela did that one time or, or at least another kid that, that I was babysitting or something like, I remember them like having bath toys and they put it underwater and they went to squeeze the water out and all this black shit came out yeah. and you're like, okay, that yeah. toys. You're like, oh, you're out. Yeah. And it wasn't a Sophie the giraffe. Yeah. Yeah. That's happen. the thing. Well, you keep talking about how smart you are. Everybody, <laughs> I don't say that in the negative, but there's a lot of stupid people. They're like, oh, you mean if water gets in? Like, that's what mildew is. Wetness that gets in and doesn't yeah. get to ventilate properly. Yeah, like my my son loves doing, like we do car wash with his like little Hot Wheels die cast cars. Yeah. Yeah, of course, if I like don't take those things out or let them dry properly, like he has one that like the wheel rusted off and it was yeah. like, well, yeah, he uses it, you know, like every other day in the bath and- yeah, this is just happen. a product of time, you know, like that's what happens. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. So the point is the colors book by DK featuring Sophie is fantastic. Yeah. yeah by the way, if you take the book into the bath, the, it will. Yeah. Don't bring the book in the bath. Bad choice. Yeah. But and, and if the you book don't, itself is great. Yeah. Great I mean, book. for young children. You know, six. Like, what uh, is there? Six colors featured in there. Yeah. Blue, yellow, orange, red, green, and purple. Nice. No pink, though. Sophie ain't about that pink. Ain't about that she's pink life. She's not a mean girl. She, oh, she's not a mean girl. Look at you go. She's not a mean girl. <laughs> she does not wear pink on Wednesdays. So, yeah, that's it. That's the partners, guys. Check out dk.com. Like I said, I'll do the uh, graphic design for everyone next week. Uh, coming up this week, yours truly's headlining in Toronto. If you want to come check out a show, go to absolutecomedy.ca, click on the Toronto Club, and get your tickets. I would love to have you guys out to a show. Um, I will be going to uh, St. Catherine slash Niagara Falls on Wednesday. I'll be hanging out with uh, One Man Podcast listener Cameron. Looking forward to that. Uh, I was going to see him while I was here in London, but he doesn't live here anymore. So I'm making a separate trip for that. Yeah. Uh, what do we got going on, Red? We're going to play uh, you know, a game or something after this here podcast. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. And uh, and that's that. So thank you so much for doing this. Guys, I hope you have a great week. Um this one was a little bit of a long one, but I hope it was entertaining. Thank you, Red, for A, having me be hosting this podcast with me. Oh, no problem. It's too bad my son went to bed. You know, he's so entertaining. <laughs> oh, he was crazy. He's He was fun. He, he's like just, he's saying my name and running around the house, oh, quoting his favorite TV shows oh, and yeah. and all That's that so fun stuff. No, he's so funny. No, he's it, so funny. So his, so for, for those of you like, so his new favorite TV show is Blaze and the Monster Machines, which is like a monster truck show. 
And I don't know what the people, like they must be people that are younger than us because people who are younger than us don't understand the reference. Oh, really? Um, but um, who created the show because like it gets, it's like, so this monster machine, it can like employ this like super fast mode where it goes super fast. And it says like, if you want Blaze to go like super fast, then say, let's Blaze. And I'm like, ooh, that's I'm not sure how I feel about it. So yeah. my son is like running around all places, everywhere we go, going, let's blaze. And I'm sure there are lots of people looking at me and being like, what are you saying around your child? Yeah, yo, let's blaze, yo. <laughs> like, I'm like, yo, the kids watching no, the TV, TV, let's blaze. Show, like, uh, oh, yeah. I think a lot of people are getting that. And it's funny. I would, I, as a comic, I like that. I like when people look at you sideways and go, what the fuck? And you're like, man, I guess that's a mystery that's confusing to you. I yeah, know what it's so, coming from. But he loves it. So whatever. And, and you know what? I'm not really that concerned. The show is actually great. It's fantastic. It teaches him about like physics and stuff. And he actually like retains the information. He's two oh, and a half great. years old. And he's like, he's like, yeah, force. I know about force. I'm like, what? Oh, <laughs> really? You? The show's teaching him? So, yeah. Well, that's amazing. So there you go. I there's a, there's a TV mind. show recommendation for the week from Red. Is, uh, yeah. It's on Blaze, Amazon, Amazon Prime. Oh, I don't have Amazon Prime. Yeah. Is that the only place it is? Yeah, or like you could YouTube it. Right, mm-hmm. right. Well, yeah, everything if you want to reference. But so it's called Blaze and the Monster Machines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good one. Groovy. Yeah. Whereas, like, yeah, you know, other ones like you know, the, all the kids love like Paw Patrol and stuff. But the later seasons get a little ridiculous, and because um, they're like, oh yeah, Paw Patrol now has like a freaking flying yacht, and you're like, what? <laughs> it's like Power Rangers, where they're like, you know, they're Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and they're like Neo Rangers, yeah, and I'm just Space like, Rangers, what? Ninja Power Rangers. No, exactly. Like, That's it just exactly, keeps like it just yeah, keeps switching and it morphing. Gets ridiculous. And, so, um, and, you know, at least this like Monster Machines thing, he's like learning like these scientific, you know, and he, he the the show like gets him to repeat the like pieces of the machine and whatever. Right. So. He's like learning these complex words that he has no business knowing. Uh, That's amazing. But, Good on him. Yeah. So yeah. Good on the young man. Yeah. Well, thank you I, again. Thanks for doing this podcast with me. It's always fun. It's I'm 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 disappointed. I mean, I only get to see you like once a year, but I'm glad that we get to see yeah, each other. It's more. It out. It's yeah. Well, it's more than we were seeing each other before the podcast started. So, as much as this podcast may be boring and go nowhere sometimes, it has brought uh, it has brought me closer to some of my friends that I haven't seen in a long time. Yeah, well, I've always tried to be a supportive of you in your career because you know I know it's you know important to pursue what you're passionate about. Um, you know, if you're passionate about something, I truly believe you will make it work. And so, like, not you, but any per like right. not necessarily just you, but any person. And you know, like. I think, you know, people are like, oh, like, you like history. What's that going to get you? Well, like, if you're creative and you, like, that's your passion, you yeah. figure it out. Like, you know. Well, so. fuck, even podcasts. You'd have a history podcast. Like, mm-hmm. content and entertainment is, takes yeah, many forms like, I think now. if you have a, you know, a passion for something, that you're going to figure out a way to make it work. But, you know, if you just do something because you're like, oh, it's going to make me money, then, yeah, you may make some money but you'll never make the potential money that you could because you're not passionate about it right so um yeah so i've just you know i still have like you that that uh, magazine that you won the award that first time oh really yeah like you signed like a copy for me i (laughs) still have it 
I think I was doing that fucking ironically when I first. I'm like, oh, there you go, guys. Here's some autographs or whatever. <laughs> yeah. blah, blah, blah. It's like I have so it. funny. Well, One day it'll be worth something. You might. I be dead, hope so. But... I hope. I really hope every stupid thing I've done has been of, of value or will be of value at some point. But in the meantime, guys, hang on to your episodes of Woman Podcast. Make sure to subscribe because. Uh, might be worth something one day. Yeah. Well, the thing is, or you might have downloaded an episode that six hours later gets pulled and, you know. Yeah, and it's worth millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You get to hear stories no one else hears. Well, you guys have a great week. Uh, I will be back in Ottawa the next time I talk to you. So I'm hoping to have a great week of headlining shows and some fun stories for you guys next week. It'll probably be just me. I can't think of anyone who's going to be sitting with me on the next one. But yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for listening. And I'll chat with you guys soon. Thanks again, Red.